Shmuel Aleph, Parak Dalav, Pasi Yuches, Eli was sitting on a chair by the side of a very hard paved road and has been given the worst of all possible news by the man who escaped from the battlefield, Shaul, future Shaul HaMelech. The Jewish people fled before the Plishtim. They were wiped out, thousands upon thousands dead. Chafni and Pinchas are among the dead, Eli's two sons, and the Luchos were taken by the, by the idol worshippers, by the Plishtim. And it was when the ultimate bad news was mentioned. And as Shaul mentioned, the Ark of God being taken by the Plishtim, Eli fell all backwards off the chair. Onto the pavement by the gate. Batishaver mafrakto bayomos, and his neck shattered. His neck broke, and he died. And why did he die from from such an impact of falling off a chair? He was elderly, and he was heavy. Um, and his vehu shafat as Yisrael arboim shana, and he had judged Klai Yisrael for forty years, so he was old and heavy. But his strength had been sapped from 40 years of being a judge. Uh, being dedicated and self-sacrificing enough to be in public service weakens the strength of a person. We see this elsewhere uh, in Chazal, in Nach, that it is very, very difficult to be a leader, particularly a leader of the Jewish uh, people. Mafrakto, uh, the neck, from the word perek, a link uh, or vertebra, the bones are made up of links to the spine, vertebrae. Uh, and this actually says the man loes is mida keneged mida for Eli. He did not instruct and perfect the next generation and provide the link from past generations to future Jewish generations. He went easy on Chafni and Penchas. So it was that link that failed him when he fell off the chair and he died instantaneously. Yudtes v'chaloso eishas Penchas lolas. In the meantime, Eli's daughter-in-law, the wife of Pinchas, was pregnant and about to give birth. Shmuel Hanavi reluctantly was the uh, messenger of terrible tidings for the family of Eli. And now all of those tidings come true at once. Uh, Chafi and Pinchas are dead. Eli has died uh, in an accident due to the shock of his sons being dead. And now the pregnant wife of Pinchas is about to give birth, and she heard the terrible news, the report, of the taking of the Aron. And that is interesting. It is not the death of her husband that shocks her. Well, it will be in a minute. But the first news, the first news that, that sets her off at a very vulnerable and scary time, right before childbirth, perhaps even in labor, lolas, like the word loledes, but with the dalad missing, uh, or a variation of uh, yilala, to cry out. The cries of labor were commencing already. Umeis chamiha isha, and along with that, of the death of her father-in-law and of her husband, and she knelt and gave birth. In the ancient world, women were encouraged 
uh, to kneel, to get on all fours to give birth, uh, rather than the lying on one's back that we are very familiar with in modern medicine. Ki nefhu aleha tzireha. Because her pains seized her very suddenly. Chaf ucheis musa. And at the moment of her death, so clearly, uh, as we saw uh, when we uh, when Rachel Imenu gave birth, uh, and he mesa, I don't remember the exact lashon. And it was that when she gave birth, she died. So it, it kind of spoiler alert. And so, as the time of her death drew near, near the time of her death, the uh, women who stood around her spoke and said to her, "Altiri, he vain yoladet." Uh, don't be afraid, because you have given birth to a son. This is what happened when Rachel died in childbirth as well. Um, and uh, they said, you had a son. And that was no comfort then. And below unsavalo shasaliba, and it's not a comfort now. She did not answer and she did not pay attention. She was not comforted by their words. Um, she realized that what happened to her husband and father-in-law was the beginning of a series of tragedies in the family. Uh, and hearing that she's given, been given birth to a son who's going to inherit the curse, uh, terrible things. There are three women in uh, Tanakh who are recorded of dying in childbirth, Rachel Imenu and Pinchas' wife, and Michal, the daughter of Shaul, as well. And she named the child Ikavod. Ikavod means E-Kavod, lack of glory. Lamar saying, Gala kavod mi Yisrael. Uh, glory has been exiled from the Jewish people, from Israel. El hilokach aron hoelokin, el chamiyavi isha. Because the aron, uh, for the taking of the ark of God, and for her father-in-law and husband's death. Um, the, the words of comfort did nothing for her. Maybe she could have named the child Raphael, the man always suggests to demonstrate the idea that there would be healing for Klal Yisrael, but all she sees is darkness and death. Chavez, the final passage of the parak, Batomer Golak kavod mi Yisrael, and she said it again: Glory has been exiled from Yisrael. Ki nilkach Aron Elokim, because the Ark of God has been taken. And everybody understood ah. So according to the Mamloes, the previous pasuk was how people understood the name Ikavod, and then she says it explicitly. But when she speaks about Ikavod, there is no glory. She is referring only to the uh, the loss of the Aron. Everybody else said, oh, and her father-in-law died, and her husband died, and she felt terrible about all that. But the only thing she spoke of directly was the loss of the Aron, more painful to her than even the loss of her loved ones. Um, and uh, this took place on the 10th day of Er. the Medrash tells us, um, which is a day when some, pe- some Jews used to fast. Um, it coincides with the 25th day of the Omer, which is part of those first 33 days a time when frequently sorrow and tragedies happen, both uh, till Lagba Omer. Uh, and now, following Eli's death, the whole city of Shiloh was destroyed by the Plishtim. Uh, everything is going to be wrecked. Uh, and the Mishkan, without the Aron in it anymore, is going to be moved elsewhere to Nov, and Eli's descendants will be the Kohanim Gedolim temporarily until the time comes when they're going to be, re- be replaced um, by the other... Uh, line 
in the family. Uh, the Yoel Moed had stood in Shiloh for 369 years. Uh, and it, it was destroyed after Eli's death. The Gemara tells us in Zvachim, Kuf uh, Ches. Um, some say that it doesn't say in Tanakh explicitly that Shiloh was destroyed. Um, and so it was removed by the word of Hashem. And perhaps the Mishkan itself was not wrecked. But either way, the sins of Klal Yisrael have come back to haunt us in a great way. A terrible way. And Shmuel is going to help be around to pick up the pieces uh, as we try to go on. But in the meantime, the Aron is now on a sojourn among the Plishtim. And we will see, through the Nach, what happens to and around the Aron Elohim.